Robert Craven is the UK's best known and sought after keynote speaker on growing digital agencies. He also speaks about finding, delighting and keeping more and better customers and clients. Robert, welcome to the show. In this crazy, unprecedented, just mad time, how should agencies and creative businesses be thinking about sales, marketing and new business? Uh, hello, welcome. Uh, it's great to be here. Um, I kind of want to turn that question around a bit, which is about whether they should even be trading, whether they can trade, whether they can afford to trade. So I know that uh, the craziness we're in um, has happened very quickly, but I think uh, almost before we kind of figure that one out, I think the reality is that most agencies that I'm coming across are making calculations for 25% downturn, 50% downturn, 75% downturn in revenue. And what does that look like? And can they survive? First thing. So, so my question to agencies right now is, can you survive until Christmas? Because if you can't survive until Christmas, you might as well pack up your bags and go home now. Why Christmas? Because uh, I think if you look at this virusy thing, I don't mean to be dis- not being to be disrespectful. Um, we should be health-wise roughly where we are now in about October, November, if the bell curve is consistent with everywhere else. But the economy is going to be hit really hard. But the workforce should be returning by Christmas, which means at Christmas there should be a bit of a bit of a upturn. What that means in terms of the economy and therefore for our, our clients is there's three or four months of it going really downhill for tra- all the things we know, travel, transport, cars, uh, hospitality, bars, clubs. Some things that do well, online gambling, uh, indoor gymnastics for the home. Right. Um, but loads of stuff's going to get hit really, really badly. So I think what people need to do is sit down and say, okay, what does... What does the next three or four months of trading look like? Can we survive three or four months? Can we survive till Christmas? When we do get to Christmas, will we have enough money in our pockets to turn the business around for 2021? And bear in mind, 2021 ain't going to be like 2019. So my point is, if you've got £100,000 in your pocket now, uh, you may only have £100,000 in your pocket at Christmas 2021. Have you really got the energy and the enthusiasm to actually do that? And if you've not, you might as well take the 100K now. So I think agencies need to really think about whether they are enthusiastic, willing, passionate, they've got the heart and they've got the logic and rationale to trade on uh, through what's going to be a dip and then come out the other end. The reality is that some agencies just aren't going to make it. But after they've done that calculus and decided whether or not they can trade on or not, and they've decided, actually, we can make it to Christmas, what should they be doing between now and then? Because you can't just kick tyres and sit on your hands and sort no, no, of... No, 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 what, no, no. What, should, what should we be doing? What should we be so thinking of? I think, that agent, I think that clients are looking for leadership. I think that the role that... Uh, agencies agency owner founded directors provide is that of leadership leadership for their people uh, leadership for the community of clients they have and leadership for the potential clients they have leadership in uncertain times leadership helping people navigate what the hell's going on helping people decide whether they should 
invest in performance or they should invest in brand, helping them understand how they can get the biggest bang for their buck versus what their competitors are doing, helping them understand what will and won't work. So I think we have a tremendous education role, um, but I think it is it is going to be in very, very difficult times. So there's, no, there's no two ways about it. And I think it is about, for, uh, you know, uh, uh, you're running an agency, what you've got to do is you've got to, you've got to pick the sectors that you want to work in, and there's going to be loads of other people doing it. So everyone's going to be running out of, I spoke this morning with someone who's got a couple of airlines as clients, you know. Oh, God. Uh, we've, yeah. uh, we've got a client who specialises in... Uh, Weddings and hotels. Jesus. You know, those, those are not the Events. right place. Yeah, no. Sure. <laughs> so, well, well, you make a really good point. Some sectors yeah. are going to be harder hit than others. You know, if you have a diversified portfolio of clients in different sectors, this is actually where the specialism question actually falls down a little bit. <laughs> there are so many, so many experts, agency experts and consultants have for so many years been banging on about sector specialism and focus on a niche but actually doing that in this situation is actually counterproductive and very damaging because if you got all of your eggs in one basket i.e. events i.e. transport airlines it's not a very good place to be and obviously no one could have predicted this um but obviously to your point clients that have a diversified portfolio um you know agencies that have a diversified portfolio of clients across multiple sectors will probably stand a better chance of doing well in this environment. Well, yeah, except that I'm, you know, I've been through loads of recessions and there's a kind of, my wife is talking about, well, what are you going to do? She said, I know what you're going to do. You're going to fight it because you're a fighter. Well, yeah. And I think that actually, I mean, let's just say you, you've, you've got a 15, 20-person agency and the main focus is on, is on travel and tourism. You can lift up that expertise, you know, I would argue, and you can drop it down in another sector. And mm. except that this time you're going to be, you know, you're going to have to really blinking well go for it. We didn't realize how good we had it. We didn't mm. realize that 2019 and 2020 up until the end of February, you know, we were like dogs with two tails but we didn't know it you could you could wander around and you could pick up business we used to whinge about how difficult it was getting business hmm. the reality was it was a walk in the park and now there's a number of things going to happen if there were 100 agencies there's only going to be 80 the ones that survived are going to be the good ones the weak ones with with shallow pockets and a shallow um Pipeline are the ones who are going to fall by the wayside. The ones with the deep pockets, which kind of suggests they were doing okay in the first place, and the ones with the better pipelines are going to survive. So it's it's a new game. There will be fewer agencies. There will be more freelancers because every person who's had to close their business becomes a freelancer and every one of their staff becomes a freelancer because there's no jobs out there. There's not going to be any jobs out there. There weren't any, you know. So, so it is welcome to the new world. Hmm. Thank, thanks for the uh, uplifting note, Robert. Uh, <laughs> they don't call me. They don't call me the dream breaker. Hello, I, I love you. I'm just gonna uh, just gonna go and get the razor. Go and get the razor. Well, no. As far as I'm, I'm gonna get my pills. That makes me fight harder. Yeah. 
reality is that the majority of people, you know, it's the, it's the usual thing. The majority of people are okay or fairly good. So you only actually need to be three or five percent better than them to come across as being remarkable. Yeah. We know this. We know this stuff. We know that the number one and number two and number three in the in whatever sector you look at are head and shoulders above all else. You know, they're not they're not that much better. But the but the market is incredibly generous in how it in how it looks after the, the top people. So, you know, the trick is be three percent better than the best. Be on the next page. Be out there. And we can see already there are certain agencies, and I'm not going to name names who are demonstrating their leadership in the way in which they are communicating externally to the world and externally to their to their competitors about, wow, we're in a new world and this is how we can help. Wow, we're in a new world and we need to talk to you and you need to talk to us so that we can help you navigate these uncharted waters so that we can all survive and be better and fitter later on. So there's, there's, as far as I'm concerned, um, yeah, game on, bloody game on, and and so many places we can go with this. Me, go on. What irritates me so much is this bloody victim mentality that mm. so many agencies have taken on. Really, um, are you seeing that? Oh yeah, that Oh, it's, I don't know what to do. It's so difficult to know what the next thing. You know, it's really, really hard to tell. It's like, and it's not hard for everyone else. Yeah. So like, just get your bloody act together. We're all in the same boat. Decide what you're going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, so many places to go with that, Robert. The first thing that comes to mind is um, is what you said earlier about those that are, that are prepared for this. Those that are ready before the storm com- comes will be the most able to survive when the storm comes because that's the thing that we know about the history of these sorts of things, right? We We don't know what is going to come, what Black Swan event is going to come, but we always know that one is going to come and it's the ones that are prepared for the storm are the ones that do better um, when it does eventually come, and and it reminds me of a of a fantastic book, the Jim Collins book, Great by Choice. Jim Collins, Jim Collins is the book that is mentioned mostly by Jim Collins fans is Good to Great. I think the better book is Great by Choice because in that book it's just a phenomenal book. He talks about sort of what how Microsoft weathered um, several recessions during during the 80s well the, the a huge recession in the 80s actually came out stronger because of it but he, he used the example of two explorers going to the south pole at the same time i think one was Admundsen, a, a guy from the south pole and one was an american guy i forget his name now but the guy from um uh, from the nordics i think it was sweden or, or denmark they were pre- really prepared for every eventuality. Do they have enough water? Do they have enough oxygen? Do they have enough food? They were overstocked and overprepared. So for whatever uh, storm that came, they were able, able to weather it, reach their destination, and then come back. The American explorer, I forget his name, wasn't as prepared, and subsequently they died. Um, and he uses that as, as the way that he feels the businesses should always prepare for eventualities yeah, like this. in that story that he, that he quotes there is, I think it's Shackleton or Scott that died. Right, right. That, what happened was, was that they, they, if it was really, really cold, they didn't get up, they stayed in bed. Yes. Whereas the other lot did a mile and a half every, every day. single day. Every so single day. Was, yeah. We're all up, guys, and we're all doing a That's mile it. and a half. We're Brilliant. on the journey, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. And I think lots of people have decided not to get up. 
Mm. You know, let's wait for the government. Let's wait for this. Let's wait for that. And and you know, it, God, it's tough out there. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not for a minute saying it's easy out there, and I certainly don't know all the answers. But you know, waiting is not going to make any sense. Mm. Waiting is, and, and and also you. Just, I mean, what I found amazing last week was my message last week was talk to all your customers. They're all going, oh, wow, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Bloody hell. You know, what were you doing if you weren't talking to your customers? Were you emailing them? Were you... Talk to them. Pick up that phone and talk to every one of your customers. Talk to every one of your staff. Oh, I've emailed them. That's not enough. Mm. It's about engagement and finding out what they're doing. Mm. And then... New business, new business is about again picking up. The, we've talked about this before. It's about picking up the phone. It's about it's about having something which is compelling and exciting. And actually, in some senses, if there's a load of agencies out there which are me too agencies, which look the same as everyone else, mm. uh, have no differentiator, have no specific brand proposition, and are blamange like ninety three percent of the others, maybe they actually deserve to go to the wall for not having figured out that what customers want is something which is a bit special or a bit different. And, and, I, and I don't wish, wish it on anyone to go to the wall. Sure. But, but maybe this is the wake-up call for the industry that we can't just say, oh, I'm an agency, I look like the others. Sure. I wear a black crew neck. And yeah. I wear a <laughs> you know, yeah, you've got a ping-pong table. And I'll <laughs> you know, maybe we finally realise that what... Yeah. Clients want is awesome value and great Interesting. relations. Interesting. Well, in, in good times, in, in an economy where the economy is growing, it's probably possible that the, the economy can support all those types of similar agencies. But in times like this, it's it, you know they can't. Um, and, as, and, and as you rightly say, it'll only be a small number of those that actually potentially survive. But I think what people listening to this would really want to know is, how can they survive? What they should, what what should they be thinking about now? What should they be reading? What they, sh what 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 should they be listening to? What should they be telling their staff at this point? Because they must have a million different questions. How should they be communicating to their staff? Because their staff are probably thinking, look, do I even have a job in yeah. in a few weeks' time, uh, a few months' time? How should what advice do you give to agency owners about how they should be talking to their employees? Uh unless your moral compass is rapidly different from mine, um, you should be open and honest and as transparent as you possibly can with your with your team. Because all they're thinking is, you know, what's in it for me? Am I going to survive? Can I pay my rent? Mm. So uh, I think there's so how you actually deal with laying people off depending on what the government decide happens i think if you can try and avoid the death by a thousand cuts that thing where every monday morning you walk in and you lay off one more person because that's just, that's just pitiful for everyone so if you can you just go in and you say okay you five this is the week that you're going and that way the business survives because you're your responsibility is to the business as the if you're the key shareholder or mem member of the board your responsibility is to, to make sure that the business survives and and you need to make those tough 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 decisions about who goes and and who stays 
Um, so the message, the message, I think, is about being really honest. I think the message is about we have lost these clients or these clients want to pay slowly or these clients want half or these clients want to delay. And therefore, this is what we're going to do to, to, to mitigate that. This is, this is what we're going to do to um, deal, deal with this issue. Um, and, you know, they don't need to be patronized. They need to know what's going on. Um, and, and my lesson from, from here, because I wrote this, what I thought was a brilliant email, didn't take my own medicine. I wrote a brilliant email to all my team. And the next day we had a, we had a catch up meeting. And I realized that although it was a brilliant email, uh, I actually had to talk to each one, one at a time, spend about an hour with each, the team's quite small, so I can do that. Mm. But an hour of the week with each, explaining on a one-to-one basis where I see the economy going, where I see us going, where I saw their job going, and uh, give them the reassurance about what we were doing and how it was going to happen. You know, there are, you know it, whether your agency has five or 500 people, you know, the impact of, of, of redundancy or loss of jobs is, you know, rents, mortgages, partners, the restaurants you normally eat in, returning the car back to where it came. You know, I mean, it's just it's just catastrophic. And uh, I think our responsibility is to, as to, to lead, again, to be strong and, and clear about how we're taking the agency from A to C, even if we don't know where C is. And I think it's our responsibility to, to, to try and be clear. Um, so that's hmm. scary time for everyone. What are you What are you doing as a leader yourself to stay sane at this time? How do you stay grounded at this at this time? Well, walk the dog a lot. <laughs> uh, right, you're getting a lot the, of exercise. Turn the blinking email and everything off at seven o'clock. I'm getting up unbelievably early uh, and recognizing that I should just use that energy in order to to be effective. Hmm. Um, do not run around like a blue-arsed fly. Uh, do not spend too much time with uh, losers who will bring you down. Mm. Um, and and I think there's two stages. I think it's just like a creative brief, actually. Stage one is the flailing around. What the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. What's the best going forward? What can we do? A, B, C, one, two, three, plan A, plan B, plan C. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you're going to do. Plan A, plan B, plan C. And then bloody do it. Execute. I mean, I- mm relentless execution right now mm. more than ever firstly firstly you bang something out to the market no one responds okay the market has just spoken to you you bang something out to the market five people respond but they're all too small or they're all too big or they're all in one industry but once you get that feedback then you can then you can work with it what you can't work with is just staring at your email box reading messages from people saying triple your turnover in five days or your money back or um, grow your agency or whatever the, the stuff that people don't realize is no longer required. I should stop sending those emails. You, you know, must do. It's What it's about is about engagement. And I think, you know, dare I, dare I say it, you know, seeing everything through the customer's eyes. What is it that they want and need? How can we help them? Is there a sweet spot where that all fits together? 
and and how can we deliver awesome value? And in in the three rules, you know, the, the rule number one of the three rules is is um, certain rule rule number one is is customers before profit. You know, and that's too bloody right. You know, yeah. customers before profit, and you need to look after them and give them what they want. And then in the long run, if you can survive, because that's the whole thing about can you survive to Christmas and can you survive to Christmas 2021 is if you can survive, if your pockets are deep enough, if you can find ways of, of surviving the next four or five months of the zombie apocalypse, then my God, you're going to be fit. And my God, you need to be able to turn up and deliver. So it's kind of this is a, a long game, and that's why I say for some people they haven't they won't have the stomach to do it. Um, but for those of those of us that have, it's going to be awesome because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like the Big Dipper, very uncertain. Everything's open. No one knows what's going to happen in the next. No one knows what's happening in the next half hour. Dum, 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 dum. Those of you who remember Stingray. Jesus. Um, well, Robin, you've uh, you've really. Uh pick me up uh <laughs> you, that's just what i've needed thank you for that i know i think it's a really positive message it's only a negative message for people who are who are eels and have lost the will to live it's right. for anyone who's got energy and enthusiasm and can see an opportunity and grab hold and run with it it's it's very exciting mm. tough but very exciting mm. okay let's end on a on a uh, on a upbeat though um i mean what you have said is definitely has been upbeat although it's been it is probably challenging and difficult and hard for a lot of people to hear um silver linings let i'm trying to end all of these shows with a silver linings piece either yeah. from a personal perspective spending more time with friends and family or from a business perspective what has been the silver lining for you in this uh, sort of crisis uh easy, easy for me the agency community so we're running um uh meetups every night at four o'clock online and i simply am astounded i am humbled by the honesty and openness the way in which people in front of absolute strangers in front of 99 strangers they're revealing what's going on underneath the kimono so to speak people you know, I spoke to one guy the other day, the opening call, I said, hi, so where do you think you'll be at Christmas? Oh, I'm going to be bust. Well, why do you, you know, it's like, and you can just, woof. And the support wow. and the listening and the the honesty and the, the, the real work people are putting in to help each other uh, and not be competitive and not be waving their willies around have been fantastic. I've been really amazed about how the agency community has pulled together and it's real makes it a real privilege to be serving these people who are in really difficult times and who are not being British and stiff upper lip but they're because we can help each other if we're honest we can help each other once someone says I've lost 50% of turnover then you know what place they're in and what help they need. But when people are still saying, oh, everything's fine by me, you mm. can't help them. So I've been totally, totally amazed at how the agency community has been honest and um, and, and really are, are pulling in for each other. Mm. Just amazed. Great. 
great, great place to end. Thank you very much for doing this. Oh, absolute pleasure. Anything to help, anything to help the community. Um, we need to talk. We need to listen. We need to make sense in a, in a nonsense world. That's for sure. For people that want to know more about your next um, online virtual meeting or, or meetup, can you tell them more about it? Where, where can they go? Uh, best place to go is we've got a Facebook group where we advertise it every night. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guider, that's G-Y-D-A. So it's forward slash guider initiative. So facebook.com groups guider initiative. And that's where we promote them. We're doing them every day this week and we'll do them as long as as long as agency folk want us to do them, we'll do them. Brilliant. Robert, thank you for your time. Thank you. Take care. In response to the situation, we'll be putting out daily COVID-19 podcast updates to give creative and independent agencies the best advice and support through this challenging time. Topics will include finance, steps agencies should be taking and the latest on government initiatives, HR, what measures agencies should be putting in place and answering questions on SSP, working remotely, how to optimize your remote working setup and platforms, managing stress and anxiety, advice on staying strong for yourself, your family and employees, sales and marketing, how to emerge stronger post-crisis, supporting others and much, much more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.